ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 42 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. My name is Brooks. And my name's Tyler. And uh, these hoopy fruits have just downed some pangalactic gargle blasters. And uh, with towels in tow, we are ready to celebrate the 42nd episode of the Topless Robot Podcast. Absolutely. And I like to say that I always knew that I'd be a man that knew where his towel was. And here <laughs> I am. Yeah. You know, weirdly... My towel tends to always be in my bathroom. Well, then you know where your towel is. Exactly. Weirdly, <clears throat> tends to be there. Like you're well, not I mean, expecting in that, it to in be that, in your like, bathroom. I usually keep my towels in the attic. <laughs> you know, keep the bats warm. Knowing where your towel is sounds like some sort of special thing, but I expect that most people know where their towel is. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I, but I feel like there's a little bit more. Like you have to. Take the extra shot. It's it's when you're out and about, so you have to know where your towel is and have it nearby. Yes, my towel is usually still in my bathroom (laughs) when I'm out and about. Then you're doing it wrong. (laughs) How dare you? I have a towel in in the boot of my car at all times, just in case. In the boot of your car. You're getting a little too in character there. (laughs) Uh, I feel... Boot of my car, which is parked outside my flat, which is close to a Sainsbury. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I feel either underdressed or overdressed, depending on how you look at it, considering you two actually own robes, and I do not. Yeah, some of us are intergalactic casual, and some of us aren't. <laughs> no, I've, yeah, I've, had, I've had to wear a robe the majority of my life, because my, my dad called them house coats, and when we lived in Oregon, he's just like, if, it's, if you're cold and you're in the ha- around the house, you put this on, because we're not touching that thermostat. <laughs> you know? Fair. <clears throat> How, I was going to laugh at house coat, but now and, that makes and, sense. And yeah. slippers, and I was tricked into a life of luxury by its efficiency. <laughs> That's Fair. how they got you into a life of bougeness. <laughs> I don't think I've ever owned a robe. Really? Yeah. Never? I'm pretty sure I've never owned a robe. Even I've, having lived I've in Wisconsin. Posh. Yeah, I've owned full-on pajamas. So I? Like I almost wore my long today, sleeve fit. top lo- uh, and, and pant bottoms. No I've robe. I've owned you know two piece button up you know uh, uh, pajamas, uh, but Did I you don't have button think flat, ever... butt flat pajamas. No, no. The... he wasn't wearing a union suit. Union suit? Yeah, that's what they're called. Is that seriously? Yeah, <laughs> not know that. <laughs> yeah, the 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 one piece pajamas with the butt flap. Is yeah. a union. Why are suit? they called union suits, Brooks? Do you know the history of this? I I don't. I just oh. I don't know that's what they're called. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. It's difficult. Being I've me. never heard that term before. Is it because the Is it is it? I don't think fun it, of unions because you have easy access to to your butt and <laughs> could be a political statement, right? Like save your jokes for Tammany Hall, sir. <laughs> uh. So over the past week. Uh, we've had, uh, it was 4th of July. The 4th of July. Um, I didn't really celebrate. I didn't do anything. I I was gonna, I was thinking it would be cool to go up on the mountain and watch all of the fireworks in the valley. And then you didn't. That involves having to climb the mountain. But apparently, uh, I didn't realize they closed the trailheads. 
did they? So, and like all the trailheads close at night except for one anyway. And the one that is usually open uh, at night uh, was closed uh, for uh, 4th of July. Interesting. Oh. That's surprising. You'd think they Well, they don't want you to die on the mountain on America's birthday. <laughs> well, and I, I would think that that would be the common thing to do is go to a high place and watch all of the fireworks. Yeah, you'd think they would maybe even like have a special yeah. you, thing. You ain't right? been in Arizona very long, so we're trying to find the flattest, most obscured piece so that way we don't see none of them. They're sparkly lights because... <laughs> As we all know, light from the sky tries to kill us most of the year. <laughs> You're making us Arizonans sound like uncultured hicks, Brooks. How dare you? Well, I'm, I'm not from here, so I can talk as much <laughs> I shit am. as I want. Oh, shit. That tells us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what I did do uh, since I had the day off uh, was right at midnight started watching Stranger Things season three. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, was finished with it by 7.30 in the morning. That's a pretty good time. Well done. Do you have any, 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 did you watch it all the way through? Did you like stop for pee break or? Uh, I mean, there were some pauses for for pee breaks. Now he actually kept a a little water bottle that he he peed in and uh, just nonstop, (laughs) nonstop. I just uh, had a calf. And uh, ran the catheter into the bathroom on the other side of the wall so I didn't have to go anywhere. I just, instead of, you know, the inefficiency of having a pee bag attached to me, <laughs> just have it I cathed and had it run the length of the house to the this bathroom. This is the 21st century. We need to find wireless pee bags. <laughs> I feel okay. like the length of that. Cordless pee bags. Cordless. The cordless catheter. Google's working on free Wi-Fi. Why don't they work on some <laughs> Yeah, give us P-bags. technology That's we'll what... really use. It just makes me think of all those targeted ads that uh, uh, John Oliver yeah. did to Donald Trump. You know, I cat. I cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I all, feel like it's all fun and games until you have to you have to, you have to calf a ninety year old woman. That doesn't Ooh. sound like a fun time. No. You know, my that practical was actually. That was the worst part about it, but it was a fun time. I got to do a spinal tap. That was cool. Wait, you've cast an old woman? Yeah. So when I was in EMT school, um, you had to do a a twelve hour shift in the ER as a practice for your. I cannot take you seriously talking about EMT school with those glasses on. Oh, okay. I'm just imagining Doctor Demented like this. (laughs) What's this? I got the boat saw. I'm going to take this rubber hose and shove it up your urethra. (laughs) No, no, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, It got boring for a while, and I did, I did, I took the class twice, so I had to do this. I've worked a total of 24 hours in the emergency room, so. uh, this sounds uh, cool. Okay. Uh, no, um, but the the cat the catheter thing. I, I used to um I didn't really know what that was until I went in there. I was like, oh yeah, you just like you know, you just it's a thing you pee into, right? Oh yeah, no, totally. It's a tiny yep. a tiny target <laughs> that you aim at. All the way up it. Well, I was I was just like, oh, it's like a it's like a thing you like, you know, you like put on your wiener or something. <laughs> Just a bag. You get a a, gro- a plastic grocery bag. You just wrap it around your cock. I, I envisioned rubber like a band around it. I, I envisioned like a balloon like opening, you know, and, like, <laughs> and then it leads to like a bag with a hose, you know, like worst balloon animal ever. <laughs> um, it's not cider. 
<laughs> Knowing how a cath works, a long tube like that going all the way to the bathroom, the pressure that you have to build up over time, oh! it's just... <laughs> That would not work. That would not work. Well, well you, you you junction it off, and you have a secondary hose with a with like water in a in a syringe, so you just you know it, it, it helps make it. Or you get like a little uh, fish pump that uh, introduces <laughs> air into the system. Now I'm imagining just a catheter that's a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> so I and now when when you say that, I'm just imagining any time that I pee. And then you just have a bucket. Why are there dominoes to help you pee? <laughs> Every time you piss, a balloon gets a little bigger. That's how I make my breakfast in the morning. Easy there, Wallace. More data. What did you think of a Stranger Things season three, though? I'm halfway through it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel like there are a little... Uh, there are a few moments that feel a little hammy um, because they're fully aware of what they are and uh, how popular they are. And so some of it comes across as a little fan servicey or uh, a little, you know, camera winky. Yeah, and, like the 80s, uh, a lot of the 80s references that you <laughs> throw in Yeah, there, some of that like, stuff is, you know, is... It's some of that stuff, and yeah, I mean, basically, it is a reference, is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. um, there's a particular use of a certain song that uh, is, you know, just a, I don't know, it, it, and, and specifically where that song comes up, its element of the story, like it's, it's the part that it plays in the story, and when it's happening is frustrating. Um, I get it, it's cute, but it is ill-placed for a laugh. And it, I don't know, it, it's just frustrating because Stranger Things seems to kind of uh, balance on this tightrope of uh, taking itself seriously as a horror, as, as an homage, a genuine homage to 80s horror. Yeah. And referential comedy yep and sometimes that referential comedy is getting in the way of it taking itself seriously as a legitimate homage to 80s horror i can see that overall though would you say that you liked it you liked overall i loved season? it overall okay. i absolutely loved it um, i felt I, I agree like it definitely felt like some of that referential like it was more on the front page with yep. this season so far like there are definitely moments okay you're, i'm like okay step well, it's, it's okay it's, you know I, like just like there are just like moments that were just like okay that's obvious they're making this reference and it just yeah. felt like it was straight it wasn't as subtle as seasons one and two seemed to have uh, this season definitely at least in the first i'm only four episodes in so far. okay but I, in those I first few episodes there are definitely a lot of moments like that where it's just like okay you're hitting me in the face with this yeah but i i, I like that so i don't it doesn't bother me but i can see where you're coming from but everyone's favorite quote out of the season so far seems to be you can't spell america without erica 
uh, and it has confused a lot of people. Like people who are real quick on on watching uh, at least several episodes of uh, the series, jump to Facebook to post just that with no context, and. Uh, the comments on some of these posts are very funny because it's a lot of people who have no fucking idea what that it's a reference, let alone what it yeah, would be I, referencing. I think I, I saw somebody post uh, something about that, and I just kind of scrolled by it because I was like, I don't know who Erica is, so yeah, <laughs> like, are we? Uh, maybe this is like a song lyric or something. I don't know. I do look forward to watching this third season though, because uh, I, I, I will do it in my own time because Fourth of July. Um, so I managed to to get a Saturday off for the first time in nice. ages because uh, due to the scheduling at work, yeah, my boss was like, hey, I can't have two people work on <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> uh, so you can, if you work these crazy Thursday, Friday shifts, uh, you don't have to, you, have, you can have a three-day weekend. I was like, yes. The first day was hell. It was 13 hours. Oof. 13 hours and I was just like and I brought a bunch of shit with me. I played Secret of Mana for like 7 of those 13 hours. So. Sure. But it was just it was miserable. 4th of July was ended up being pretty nice cuz when I got back all my friends were over and uh well, almost all my friends were over and um they were watching Independence Day. Um as one but, should. And then, you know, I've had something going on every day since, so I haven't been able to sit down and watch cuz I'm usually pretty quick with Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh I was ready when the first season came out. Oh I was yeah. It's like this looks cool. I was super into Stephen King at that time. I mean, I still am, but I was like, re- I was reading a bunch of Stephen King, and I was just like, oh yes, 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 Stephen King kids, cool. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited about this third season because they go to the mall. Yes, they do go to the mall. Um, the mall yeah, I, subculture is some of my favorite shit. Yeah, I was definitely a mall rat when I was a kid. Used I was to hang an aspiring out, mall rat. Used to sure. hang out at uh, Aladdin's castle and play street skater and. I used to go to Aladdin's castle like with that. my cool uh, with my cool uncle to watch him play Killer Instinct. <laughs> uh, that was great. I was never a mall kid. Really? No. Hmm. Yeah, I was definitely a mall kid. Like that. That was a thing. I'd hop on the bus and go down to the mall and spend all day at the mall. I just no. Yeah, I've I went to the mall. My favorite part of going to the mall was going to GameStop and getting or you know whatever it wasn't. I guess no. Yeah, GameStop um, and just getting a game and that was kind of that was the only thing that i did the mall maybe game works game works was always fun all of my earliest jobs were at malls i uh worked at spencer's Ah, um and you you look like a spencer's kind of (laughs) guy you're the embodiment of spencer's i got hired purely because i walked in drinking a weird colored jones soda and the manager was like you look like a goofy dude like, like that's that's. I how need you like, to restock the, the ninja drinking? condoms. Um, <laughs> but, and I actually you didn't even apply. You just walked in. No, no, I did apply. I did apply. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, got in trouble um, during Halloween while I was working there because we were allowed to wear the costumes that we were selling, and so I would wear the faceless Grim Reaper, you know, robe. And uh, mall security did not like that very much because you couldn't see my face. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I worked. I, I, I did. I did time at a mall too. I worked for Sears, and that was. You look so like a Sears guy. Crushing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Well, like I was... disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look at him lounging in this robe and I tell me that's not a Sears honest. guy. Well, maybe sans glasses, but um, <laughs> no, nah, it was. It was a job. Uh, 
I got it like right when the recession happened too. I was lucky to get it. I was lucky to get it. I had to peddle credit cards to idiots. And uh, then I ha I hated them all after I had to work there for a while, you know, yeah. as one tends to do. Did you say I hated them all or I hated them all? <laughs> I wasn't really hated sure. Them all. Both, were actually wor both actually worked. Because, uh, you know, when I worked at Target, I hated them all as in I hated every single person who walked into that goddamn <laughs> place because... Holy shit, people are dumb when they, they lose their brain when they walk into any retail store. I swear. Sorry. No, go yeah. continue. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I mean, we've, we've all been retail jockeys. Yeah. Um, my, my mall days were uh, Spencer's, um, Babbage's. Ooh. Um, Did you You binge? look like a Babbage's guy. <laughs> Did uh, you bend with, binge with Babbage's? Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 okay, Brooks. Uh, God, I'm gonna. <laughs> Wait, he, he gets the threat, and I just get right in the face. Yes, you know better. <laughs> I am the gear, and you are the stick. Um, uh, and uh, worked at Suncoast. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, wa I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to work at Suncoast so bad uh, just because it was cool. Uh, all the all movie right. toys they sold there, I was just like, I, I, I want to be a part of this. It was great, man. It was the only place that, uh, at the time, it was the only place you could get anime DVDs. Yeah, I remember that. Or, or you, had to, you had to get lucky and go find a bunch of bootlegs at some divey comic book shop in Mesa. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I've literally never been in a Suncoast. Really? Well, they don't yeah. exist anymore. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, they I'm trying to remember. Of, oh, I remember of, uh, the Sam story. Goody, I think. Yeah, uh, I think so. It was so. the same uh, chain. The, the but yeah, Suncoast uh, is kaput, is done okay. for. The last time I went into a Suncoast actually was the day before I graduated high school. Because um, I went with my, with my uncle, and there was this very specific candy that he was going for, which to me was like... It's like it's candy, but then when I got it, it was this like fizzy cola soda candy. Oh, from sure, like Japan. Yep, and I I was hooked ever since. I can yeah. I, I haven't been able to find them since. We used to get um we used to carry the amazing Japanese gummy candies uh, that Those come in a big bag that mm -hmm. are individually la wrapped and you could get like lychee flavored and green oh, apple those... flavored and they were like so full of flavor. Really, really awesome gummies. Some of my favorites. Actually, I love. Pretty much all Japanese candy, but Japanese candy is delicious. Yeah, I, that's my favorite and, part of going bonkers. to like the international market. Just walking down the Japanese candy, oh, yeah. and candy, getting some pocky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh, pocky nerd. You have, get, <laughs> you have to get pocky for men. Well, they, they, they actually they, make yes. Uh, they actually make that, and to me, I'm just like, what? Why? What difference? Uh, pocky for men. It's got testosterone chocolate. Test chocolate. How dare you I'm sorry. not silence your phone sorry. during the pop? Oh no! Get him! Get him! Get him! Get him! <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, Stranger Things. Uh, we are definitely getting a season four. Uh, I haven't finished it, so I don't know. Do you think it'll end? No, no, no. I mean, as uh, so, like, apparently, it was originally pitched as a four season. Show. Oh, okay. So we are definitely getting a season four, uh, even though I went into it thinking this was going to be the last season. I was too, and I had to look it up. With the trailers, you know, like with the fireworks and stuff like that. And the kids are getting older, right. man. Yeah. Like, 
It, they are noticeably older than Will, season two. Will especially, where it's just like, oh man, you you're for, gone from that little kid to yeah, like, yeah, right. Dang, <laughs> grow, um, they grow up so fast. <laughs> and we might get a season five because At that point, when be, what what year is is it in the show now? Nineteen eighty six. Okay. Nineteen eighty five. Okay. I think something like that. <laughs> Season five will be in the nineties. We'll yeah, start right. getting some nineties references. <laughs> well, like I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised be, be, just because of how, how the kids are growing. Yeah, that if they, you know, advanced uh, a couple of years, you know, because mm-hmm. like, well, and one have, of the things you, that mm-hmm. the creators said was, uh, weird shit can't keep happening to these kids every year. Yeah. No. At yeah, some point, it, honestly, it's already starting to become a little unbelievable. So someone's got to take, you know, evil takes breaks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what um, are you talking about? Evil never sleeps. The, uh, but it's been over a year since season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of lines up. My expectation is that we're not going to see season four until like, you know, holiday 2021. I, I was could see that. thinking that as well. Like, it's like uh, if and if that's the last, if if that is the last season, then I could see them doing something particularly special for it. Yeah. So, but regardless, I'm excited for season four. Uh, I uh, binged the fuck out of season three and enjoyed it. How many Obviously, episodes are there? Nine. Eight. Nine. Oh, nine. perfect. Okay. Is it nine? It's nine. Oh, okay. That was yeah. Nine, 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 nine. I just want to wrap this up with a fuck Billy. <laughs> yeah fuck billy no spoilers please <clears throat> just there's no billy. spoilers we met billy in season two yeah and i remember it was, it was fuck billy fuck then it's still fuck billy now nothing's changed <laughs> well you know i feel like when you have a kid centered thing in the 80s you got to have bullies yes yeah shitty people so yeah it was kind of like with um with the it the first part of it Mm-hmm. Um, when they updated the bullies from the uh, the source material because of the fifties, sure. they moved on to I think like the eighties or or whatever. And yeah, the they 80s. updated the bully to be an eighties bully. Uh, so they gave him, you know, that I think it was I think he was wearing a Pantera shirt or some kind of rad band shirt. With I honestly can't even remember. I can't remember the. All the, I remember is he looks like band. someone that I'd hang out with now. <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell you? What does that say about you, Brooks? <laughs> that I'm You're hanging out with 80s bullies. How could that, you? That he has become friends with his childhood billies. Bullies. <laughs> billies. Child, my childhood I mean, billies. billies. <laughs> my childhood billies are my friends now. <laughs> it just sounds like he Hello, hangs out with a whole bunch chaps, of goats. <laughs> your childhood billies. It just sounds like Brooks is a crazy guy who just hangs out in a mansion with a whole bunch of goats. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> my childhood billies, they surround me and I'm make me I'm surrounded by, ta- by taxidermied goats on we- little carts with wheels. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, this is my friend, my goat Forsyth. He is my companion this day. <laughs> they are my childhood billies. My childhood they do not I've grow. Saved, I've saved all of them. They stay the exact same age as they were when I was a child. Preserved forever, just like Mama. <laughs> oh, God. So, um... <laughs> Another thing that has happened this week, and I don't, I'm, I'm debating on to whether to even give it the time, um, but the new Ariel uh, has been cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is that is that because she lives in the sea? 
requisite silence. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Moment of silence for that. And uh, people are upset because she's black. She's a fucking mermaid. Are trying to justify their being upset by applying non-logical logic to a cartoon character. Um, one of which being that uh, she lives in the deep ocean where the sun doesn't penetrate and she would not have melanin. Yeah, she'd be like green, like in the original source material. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another fucking ridiculous one that I heard is that black people can't be redheads. Yeah. You yep. know, these are the arguments. These are the arguments. It's really dumb. About a cartoon mermaid. Meanwhile, there are children in cages. Yeah. You know, we're going to spend our time on the internet, you know, whining about a cartoon. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Honestly, it's just the things that are making me mad is, is people also trying to equate that with like, oh, if we changed Mulan to a white person or if we changed... Yeah, it's a false uh, equivalence. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's about representation. Just, well, never mind that. It's about if white people aren't represented by something that swims in the ocean, I am offended. You know, when you think about it, like I, <laughs> I as a, a young girl would not uh, think twice. Uh, as a young white girl would not think twice in watching The Little Mermaid because all media has been catered to me throughout my entire life. And, uh, but as a young, you know, black boy or girl, uh, to, you know, be surrounded by white characters in all popular media, I mean, come the fuck on. There's nothing wrong with trying to do something about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, so Personally, I like it when you make changes like that. It's well, and, and from what I heard, the movie also she be looks in the... incredibly perfect for the yeah. role, and is I uh, heard her sing, and she's an incredibly talented that's, singer. And that's something I want to see more of: is Disney cast people that can actually fucking sing <laughs> in their fucking singing roles. Looking at you, Emma Watson. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We talk about the, her ADR sang beautifully. <laughs> uh, I think that it goes without saying that if you have strong opinions about uh, what color a mermaid should be, go fuck yourself. You know, like, yep. Shouldn't she be like a translucent, like green, gross color? And you can see her like organs and like bones and muscles. That would be brutal. I'd watch the fuck out of that. She should be bioluminescent in order to more effectively attract her prey in the depths of the sea. That's super. I that, actually, that's, a, that's a cool I idea. Wanna, I, I also heard a... that it's going to be set in in the in the Caribbean. Oh, is it? Well, that's yeah. Cool. Which like again Which makes makes sense. sense. Yeah. Now Sebastian cannot be a weird stereotype. Yeah, right. <laughs> now he's just a local. Yeah, the real question. <laughs> the real question is, who are you going to get to play Flounder? That's not Josh Gad. Yeah, it's gonna be Josh Gad. No, get Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please! Actually, that's a fantastic. I like that. With Jesse uh, Eisenberg. You there know, is, oh, I need Michael Sarah to be Flounder. Now. There is a petition to make Terry Crews uh, King Triton. The, I'd, I'd, I'd be okay I'd dig that. that. Um, and uh, uh, one of my favorite joke tweets has been uh, a picture of Ursula. 
<laughs> With a picture of Guy Fieri next yeah. to it and says, now hear me out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Who are I, they I, looking at to be Ursula? I thought I heard that. I, I um, would have liked Melissa, Mc, sure. Melissa McCarthy in the running. Drag I think queen she was. to play Ursula. I would you know, like, like that they, too. Like they based the character on yeah. in the first place. That would be super rad. Just, that would be really cool. As long as as long as people mm-hmm. sing and they do well and it's fun and kind of original, even though it's a remake. But like you know, as original as you can get with the remake, like the Aladdin thing. It's pretty good. I mean, I movie's okay. Aladdin. I love Aladdin. Movie's alright. I don't. I don't have any like super bad things to say about it because it's the same movie with just extra stuff sprinkled on top. And I like they, the extra sure. stuff. They changed Jasmine's character for the better. They made she her actually a had a job. Character. <laughs> they made her. They gave her agency instead of just being a toy batted back and forth between Aladdin and Jafar. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am. I exist solely to advance the plot. Yeah, I had not. Uh, I have not seen uh, the new Aladdin yet. I recommend it. It's, it's fun. I mean, I'll see it eventually. It's not something that I'm going out to the theaters for, though. You know, like, I and I, 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 it's, I do not go out to the theaters very often. And uh, uh, when I do, it is for something important or special. I mean, it took fucking forever for me to uh, go and see Endgame. Like UHF at Alamo Drafthouse in a couple of weeks. Okay, can that we actually. Can we all great. go to that? We need yeah. to all go to that. Yeah, that, I, that go I am. To that. I, am I mean, Zeke one hundred percent down. Tickets. I am one hundred percent down. Let's fucking do this. Topless robot goes to the movies. Here we go. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, you get nothing. <laughs> You get to drink from the fire hose. Oh, Joel Miller. You just found the marble in the oatmeal. Oh, man. <laughs> what is this piece Absolutely of crap? nothing. She um, was so stupid. Uh, but before we quote the entire film. Yeah. Because uh, like when, Ze- when Zeke and I have people useful. over and the idea of UHF being viewed is brought up, we there is a disclaimer. And like we we weren't we're not gonna do this, you know. We're gonna try really hard to not to, but we're just not gonna do it. Like I can watch it with someone, Z can watch it with someone, but if you get the two of us together, we're gonna quote the entire movie, <laughs> even the not funny stuff, over and over again. Because I've been watching that movie since I was like ten. Yeah. And so, um, no, I'm so I I yeah ten. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> Give me a steak. Meet him rare. <laughs> God, yeah. he's back and he's mad as heck. Uh, um, we can actually get Dan to watch a movie. Yeah, right. Oh, oh wait, please. no, he works on Mondays, huh? Yes, he does. Yeah, uh, so actually, nice so do I. You. I host uh, Rock Band Monday. So... Probably not going to be able to do it. It's okay. What Whatever, I'll just get it. Tyler to host for me. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I want to go. Um, I remember seeing that and Chairman of the Board in the same weekend. Oh, Jesus first Christ, Chairman of the One Board. One of those is a good movie, and the other one's Chairman of the Board. <laughs> uh, wasn't Chairman of the Board that Carrot Top film? Yep. Oh, yep. With the, with the with the with the TV dinners with the screens yep. in them oh, that when you yep. microwave them. God. It, yeah. It was... A film that is entirely fueled by Carrot Top's props. And I remember Fantastic. seeing the ad for that movie in comic books right before that came out. It was just like, oh, it's Carrot Top. He's the guy from the 1-800-COLLECT commercial. <laughs> 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-C-T. He yep. had every celebrity from Mr. T to Carrot Top. 
Yep. And those in between. I feel like <laughs> heavy quote celebrity. Famous. Hey, Mr. People. T is a hell of a celebrity. <laughs> Mr. T's cool. Yeah, Mr. T's all right. Um, he doesn't have time for your jibber jabber. Remember when he was in the World of Warcraft commercials where they had the grenades that th you threw them, uh, and they gave you like mohawks. <laughs> like, no. Yes, that was a thing that happened. Wow. I, I like that Snickers commercial he was in with the tank. Um. It was like a soccer, like some like soccer matches going and some guy was like faking a leg injury, like rip, rip. And then just Mr. T in a tank, just going over all the cars in the parking lot. You know, it was, it was. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, no. I have to watch that one later then. So I can, I can rem remember being like 12 <laughs> or 15. Um, So you mentioned uh, Stephen King earlier. I did. And it reminded me, um, that Joe Hill has a, a new series yeah. on AMC. At he least looks, I think it's new. He looks just like his pop, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, he does. He's like a clone. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, Cool, I guess. Stephen King's kind of weird looking. Yeah, but that's why that's part of his charm. It's like, it's a, he's a creepy, <laughs> he weird looks guy. Like, yeah, you know, he, he looks like a horror uh, book writer. He, yeah. He looks like he's in the right profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only natural that his son take up the mantle. Um. <laughs> So uh, I have watched the first few episodes of it. It's called uh, Nos Four A Two. Oh, Nos Four A Two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, N O S number four A number two. Uh, no, I watched it on a friend's Plex server. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know where you can stream it. I'm sure AMC must have a service or something because it's being broadcast on AMC. Okay. And uh, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Uh, it seems interesting. It's uh, about a, a girl in uh, Boston who has like learned that she has these powers. Like her parents are fighting and stuff like that, or are always fighting because her dad's an alcoholic, and uh, they're like over missing things, right? Like. Uh, the he loses his watch when they're on some like summer vacation kind of thing, and so she hears uh, every time she hears her parents fighting, she takes off on her dirt bike. So she takes off on her dirt bike and go and goes into the woods and finds this covered bridge that isn't supposed to exist uh, because it had been demolished. Her dad was actually uh, part of the demolition team who demolished this old bridge, and when she goes on the bridge, like inside is spray painted where it's going to take her and it, it took her exactly like where the watch was and which was at this like diner uh where they had been vacationing oh. and so she goes and gets the watch and comes back and uh, so i haven't gotten the full explanation of uh her powers or the reasons for them or anything like that yet but it's a very uh, interesting idea. The, the whole time this is going on, basically, it's it seems that there are multiple people that have these various special powers, and uh, there's another girl who can like um, ask a question, then reach into this bag of holding of Scrabble tiles, and she pulls out a handful and plops them on the table and rearranges them and answers her question. Spoopy. And, uh, but there's this other guy uh, who seems to be the villain, uh, played by Zachary Quinto. Is this the, the Christmas thing? Yes. Okay, because I, I keep seeing like commercials for the show, right? 
but the all the commercials show or talk about is this Christmas thing. Yeah. And so I'm just like, what the fuck is this Christmas show? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's definitely a weird show, but he seems to have these one of the, be one of these people with these powers as well, but mm-hmm. his powers are you know like he's using them very for evil, for evil, and evil. and abducts children and shit like that, and gross. Uh, so it's it's Spock would never do that. Interesting uh, so far. It's very, but you know who would? Siler. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> save before he was save the world. Before he was ever Spock, he was Siler. Was that yep. his first like big role? I think, I think so. so. That's the first time I remember yeah, ever that's, seeing that's, him. I, I, remember, I remember tuning. I remember tuning into Heroes. When that first came out, I was yeah. Like, oh, this looks cool. And then the first season's great. Yeah, and then it became Heroes. Yeah, I stopped watching it. Uh, you know the reason for that, right? I don't. The writer strike happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I did know that. That's right. And so they lost a lot of their uh, writers as a Man, result that, of that. That every time there's a writer's strike, you can you can see it in everything. Oh yeah, you can see like you go back into those years, and it's like all these shortened series or like. Yeah. But <laughs> what's cool is it, it also resulted in us getting uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog. Yes, yes. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. I used to run with some theater kids, so I heard it all the time. So I stopped watching it. <laughs> Honestly, like that that any musical thing. Like that came out around that time that I was hanging with that crowd. I don't do anymore or watch because it has been beat to death. <laughs> like when Pitch Perfect like a- came out, like when the first Pitch Perfect movie came out, I shit you not, I came home to my roommate and our friend watching it for 13 nights in a row. Ouch. Has it been beaten to death I like a bad movie. horse? And I'm Brooks- dignify that with a response. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, and hey, it's a brand new day. <laughs> you will not continue this line of dialogue. So, uh, one thing that's actually pretty fun uh, is um, so on computers you can do uh, trace route, uh, which gives you the uh, IP addresses and names of the servers between you and a destination server. So you could be like, tra- "Go, go ahead. Yes, you have a question. What's a computer?" <laughs> <laughs> so I can do like traceroutgoogle.com and it'll tell me how many hops, like what servers that packet goes through in order to get to Google. And, yeah. you know, uh, if you do a traceroute of bad.horse, each server it hops through is its DNS name is another line of the song. Oh my God. Uh, and I, I need to see this. That's so dorky. I fucking I love it, it so yeah. much. That's yeah. so nerdy. It's fucking great. Speaking of nerdy computer stuff, um, I installed the new uh, Raspberry Pi OS. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's called Buster, uh, which is named after the dog from Toy Story. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's got some some more secure features. And Rest stuff in like peace. That. Yeah. Jim Varney. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Slinky. No, not Slinky? No, like the dog dog. Like he gets Oh, the, the real. Oh. So at the end of the first one. And oh, that's right. One. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Because the only dog I think about is Slinky Dog. Well, th- I think they had a, an earlier edition that was called Slinky. Um, they're they're weird, but I found out that they have the fourth uh, Raspberry Pi Force coming out next month. Yep, and it's gonna it's got some really rad changes coming that I super. And of course, I get mine, you know, and I just got it up and running, and it's running optimally, and I'm just so pleased about it. And then oh, there's another one coming out that's better, and I'm like, damn it! <laughs> it's like. Um, 
It's got some beefy specs. It does. It does because uh, you can choose how much RAM uh, you get with it. The the four obviously I'm going to go with the four gigs of RAM because why why wouldn't I? Um, and a bigger processor, and it's got uh, two mi- uh, HDMI minis outs instead of a, just one HDMI out, which is cool for the dual screen thing. And I yeah I want to create some stupid mad scientist setup in my room for it because. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Um, yeah, Raspberry Pi uh, uh, boards are uh, a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. It's just fun because like I have to do hands-on stuff, and like I I didn't grow up being a computer person, so Computers. like I, I had to learn how to do like DOS terminal commands to even update the stuff. And yep, it's been really fun. Well, shouldn't be DOS I'm because sorry. you shouldn't be running Windows. Not DOS, but Bash terminal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Computers. <laughs> Linux commands. I'm hacking. Now you oh. can play the video game Hacknet oh. and actually use all of those commands. Hacknet so fun. Did uh, I, I have it? I that's I didn't play it. I, I stopped trying to play it because I didn't know how to do that stuff. But now I'm learning, and it's it's pretty easy. But speaking of hackers, did you hear? Hack the, dude the planet. That got so um. That- Mad Mad Monster, the the horror convention that that's here every year. I totally week. forgot that that was going on, and I wanted yep. to go so bad. So so uh you know so Danny Danny went all three. All of three course days. he did. Um he brought he he got me a movie that we're gonna have to watch sometime called Bloodsucker Jones and the Creeping Death. Oh my God! Yeah, it's like Shaft with monsters. Yeah, horror um, horror black exploitation like yeah. black uh, akin to Blackula. And, and and he hung out with the director. It's like a brand new movie too. Oh really? Yeah, he hung out with, with the director and and um, got some insight into it. But he also got he also met because he's wearing his Ghoulies two shirt just randomly at the hotel. Matthew Lillard. Oh no what? shit! And he was talking with Matthew Lillard for a bit about D and D and his sweet shirt and. Uh, apparently, in his panel, he said that uh, Hackers Two is officially going to be a thing. Hackers what? Two already exists. It's called Antitrust. Well, I mean, like Hackers Two hackers by name. Two. That is the official Hackers Two. Really? Yeah. So there's a third one coming out. Then? The so the, uh, there's a Hackers Three already as well. There's another Hackers movie. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, so, we're behind the times on Hackers movies. <laughs> the thing is, so we'll uh, see the first one. <laughs> there, there are same. There are uh, two follow-up movies to Hackers that are technically sequels to Hackers. Blech. In that, so Antitrust has an unadvertised prefix to its title, which is Hackers Two Antitrust. Okay. okay. And then Hackers Three is actually the story of Kevin Mitnick. And Kevin Mitnick getting uh, arrested. Okay. Um, so the those two movies have nothing to do with each other, nor the first Hackers film. So they're well, spiritual a, a, successes a in true, the same universe. They're, but they're not. It's not even the same universe. It, but they are literally titled, technically speaking, Hackers Two and Hackers Three. So if you go to the IMDb pages for those, they're referred to as Hackers Two and Hackers Three. Okay. But this one sounds like it's going to be a an actual, true, like, yeah, a true, true sequel, direct sequel. So hacker, we're getting a Hackers Four. <laughs> Hack the sequels. <laughs> yeah, which, that'd be great. I mean, uh, I wanna, if Angelina Jolie comes comes back, I don't know. Like that'd be really rad. It would be rad. But Phoenix? who are they going to get? Oh. River Phoenix isn't in it. I'm joking. I'm joking. Wait, why is that a he joke? In the first one? No. Who's in? The, why did I think he was in the first one? Am I, I just stupid? I'm just stupid. Sorry. It's Ignore Matthew me. Lillard, um, uh, the dude who is in, who is sick boy in Train Spotting. 
uh, Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, oh. Angelina Jolie. And uh, those are the only ones whose names are... And Penn Jillette. Yeah. And... Uh, the only ones that matter. The super racist uh, Indian portrayal in Short Circuit. What's his name? Not Gutenberg. Oh, no, it isn't. It is. It also isn't him. It's a dude who kind of looks like him. Okay, okay. Yeah, Um. I don't know what they do. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'll, I'll be happy to see serial killer come back and it, 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 zero cool it'll be really acid burn it'll be really nice to see matthew lillard doing something um not again because he's been around but like yeah see matthew lillard just like on the big screen the, i mean I love, I love matthew lillard yeah like he was great in scream uh he was great in hackers uh he was great in 13 ghosts um, he was in wing commander <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my mom loves that movie. Man, now I really wish that I had gone. I'd be like, you want to come on my podcast, talk about D&D and stuff? Right? Probably would have been down. I mean, he's his company sells some a really cool big box set. Yeah, yeah we, we've, we've talked about yeah, it on the podcast before. Yeah, and... uh looks cool. He, you know, he had that there apparently and, you know, stuff like that. But um, I can't wait for that Hackers movie. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for that, too. Yeah. I don't know why I thought River Phoenix was in that. I Just a big old dummy. It's I think that came out after River yeah, Phoenix was already dead. I think you dead. might be right. Yeah. I'm just a dumb. I'm sorry. Ignore me. Dummy. Easy to do. Um, Fair. Did you hear something? Speaking of sequels, I saw uh, Sp- the new Spider-Man movie. And ah, yes. How was Spider-Man? It is so good that I saw it twice in the first week that it was out. <laughs> I saw it the night of the opening night and on Fourth of July instead of watching fireworks. I have heard uh, very good things about it. It but is, of course, it's going to be good. Oh yeah, of course. It is app. It is honestly super fantastic. And and again, if if anyone listening to this has not seen Endgame for whatever fucking reason, do not go see this movie until you see Endgame. It literally Look, starts. I, I, if I they like had spoiler, if they had a spoiler warning before the trailer yeah. for this movie, <laughs> don't see the movie. Unless you've seen Endgame, just yeah. be just be a responsible fan and try to keep up. Honestly, it's been how long <laughs> since that movie? It's- Look, it took me a while, and maybe those people were were ahead of the curve because Endgame is being re released into theaters with new footage. Already did, I think. It, oh, did it already yeah, hit theaters this last week? I believe. Okay. There, because in a very transparent attempt of trying to overtake ugly, Avatar ugly, for number one worldwide. It did not work. They did not make it. Um, <laughs> though so. I did hear that Far From Home uh, broke uh, Endgame's record uh, for uh, initial release. Did it? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's honestly, I loved it. Jake Gyllenhaal is a revelation as a villain. I fucking, he is amazing. And this, it, like the, honestly, the, we everyone knows Mysterio. Is a bad guy, right? <laughs> what? Here's hoping. <laughs> but the the dramatic irony of that, of like sitting there watching. It, Don't talk very, about the movie, good. Tyler. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you're 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 to you're be getting very, there. You very well may have spoiled things for uh, everyone for people because uh, there was this moment when Jasmine and I went and saw um, Into the Spider Verse, uh, where. Um, uh, I'm watching the Prowler, you know, oh. chase Miles Morales, chase Spider-Man, 
knowing full well that it's his uncle. Well, you can bleep me out and, spo- and spoiler, uh, spoiler me. Spoiler. Yeah, but then I still me. have to hear it. I'm so, sorry. Jasmine, like, the moment where they reveal that it's his uncle in uh, the movie, Jasmine goes, are we supposed to know who he is? I go, it's his fucking uncle. She's like, oh. And well, then I, they I am, reveal. I am sorry, but yeah, I, I figure. I, sorry, I'll I'll stop talking. But <laughs> it's a very good movie, and it's definitely worth worth your time to see. It's a lot of fun. Stay. For, yeah, I need and to in see case it. it's not. And the one last thing I'll put in here: stay for the fucking after trailer. If you, you know, have, it's been <laughs> it's been ten years, Tyler. Yes, it has been a but decade. But this one is very important, and honestly, my personal Everyone favorite. Everyone says that about every Marvel movie ever. Oh, <laughs> stay at the end of Thor: and The yet Dark I World. I still see so many people leave. I saw opening night, and like what at if, least half if, the theater maybe those left. people don't, don't care. care. And you know what? They're fucking wrong. <laughs> Internally, you know, I mean, scream. You know, maybe they read the comic books. Really, be wrong about what they don't care about when it comes to media. No, it's true. It's unfair. It's not very punk rock of you, Tyler. But if you're seeing it opening night, I feel like you care enough about it. <laughs> you should care enough. What if? About what it. if? What if you have to go home because the you know your babysitter's time is almost up? Maybe you've got a roast on. <laughs> Why did you, you start a roast check before your crock pot? Because what if that's just their family tradition? Yeah, you put the roast on, you go and, and see a movie. It's a little bit of... Come back and have dinner. <laughs> discuss Adds the Adds an extra layer of drama to the movie. Like, are we going to be able to get out of here before the roast is off? Is it going to burn down our house? <laughs> Remember our house? It's against time. <laughs> um, yeah, I really need to see that. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. And uh, Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland is Peter such Man. a treasure. Um, he is. He's fantastic. And, he's a good uh, Spider-Man. God, there was it's it's hard it's hard finding good Spider-Man. There was this that's good on both sides, the Peter Parker and the Spider-Man side. It's the it, well, it's the same problem with Batman. Fuck, I can't remember who he was on Graham Norton with. Who Tom Holland? Yeah. Was it Robert was, Downey Jr.? Was it no, Benedict well, Cumberbatch. It was it was not one of his co-stars. Oh, okay. Uh, who was talking about acting and uh, had him ask him for a coffee. As a demonstration of acting, he asked uh, Tom Holland to just keep asking him for, for a coffee in several different ways, and it was fucking delightful. That's amazing. But I can't for the life of me remember who the damn celebrity was. It was it, like a notable celebrity. And Cary it, Grant. It was fucking... Are your references all 70 years old? <laughs> Similar sixty. Clark Gable. Yeah. Yes. That's who it was. Buster, they dug up Clark D- Gable. Buster Keaton. God damn it, Brooks. <laughs> the guys from the Great Train Robbery. Tom Jesus Hanks. Christ. Was it with Tom Hanks? <laughs> it may have been with Tom Hanks. I, yeah, Tom I feel, Hanks teaches I, Tom I feel Holland like I just, act. Yes, okay. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I yeah. did. I feel like I did see something about that. I it was fucking great. I love the Graham Norton. By show, the end, by the he's just like. Please, would you give me a coffee, Tom Hanks? <laughs> Tom Hanks, America's cool neighbor. <laughs> Man, Tom Hanks, that's there's a real treasure. Yeah. And if we ever find out anything terrible about him, it will be the end of the world. He was too nice. <gasps> he forgot um, to say thank you. He tipped too well. <laughs> he didn't open the door for someone in 1983. <laughs> <Yes>. Scandal. <laughs> 
So uh, we have been uh, releasing our Mario Maker uh, Let's Plays. Mario um, Maker. And uh, when we've not been recording, I've been playing the uh, campaign, the, the story mode. And at the end of the story mode, uh, you unlock a new power-up for Super Mario 3D World. And it's the Builder Hammer. And uh, so you get it and you end up dressing up like Mario, like Mario Maker Mario in, you know, with hot, hard hat and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And you got a little hammer and the unbreakable uh, uh, bricks, uh, gray uh, bricks uh, in 3D world, you can now break with the hammer. And uh, if you hit up and Y, you uh, generate little uh, red um, boxes that you can throw and stack. That's Mario? Cool. Yeah, it's very neat. That's really cool. Yeah, so you can, see this. you can add those to your levels once you unlock it and uh, uh, incorporate that into Ooh. maker levels as well. Ooh. I was wondering um, where they were going to go with a story mode mm. just because of the construction theme. Well, and I, you, you know. build the castle. <laughs> Your princess is in another wing. Um, build it. But yeah, those all those levels were uh, really a lot of fun and introduced you to a lot of the uh, possibilities of, uh, you know, what you can do in that game. Like, there's so many cool things that you can do in Mario Maker. It is... It's the game that, honestly, you could play for absolutely ever uh that I was uh, i was i was talking to zeke about that um last week you know when, when we got to play or yeah a week and a half ago when i got to play for the first time and uh expressed that we it was pr uh, it, a priority that we get it <laughs> yeah so it's seriously i mean the replay value you know people always talk about replay value of a video game new game plus and this and that you can play that game always well and, you know and the cool thing about it is that because people around, you know, around the planet are also playing it and creating, you know, their own levels and stuff like that. There's always going to be something new. Yeah, there's always something new. There's always, um, you're always going to have stuff to to challenge your friends to. And even like, you know, the game gets like four or five years old. It's still going to be fun. Yep. Because you're still going to have stuff to do. Yep. You know. Well, that's just Mario. It's never gonna really look dated either, just because with well, just it's the Mario. charm of yeah. Nintendo and Mario, just it's always gonna look good because that's and uh, especially considering like it uses the old styles, so it's supposed to look dated. Exactly. You know, it's in meant the to first attract place. those those uh, old people like Ryan. <laughs> it's, it's, it's used to attract those people that you know think that old is better than new. And... <laughs> Back in the good old days. Yeah. Global. We didn't have ray tracing and <laughs> but 3D yeah, it's, graphics. Um, it's a wonder that I uh, found time to initiate the proper ending of Bloodstained. Oh, um, w with all the Mario Maker that I've been playing, you actually ah. got to, <laughs> you got to play more than the ten hours that you put in. Yes, because <laughs> yeah, as I told you guys before, I found the end boss Jeebel, and uh, I just beat him. And they're like, "Well, Jeebel's Mister, we came here to do, or we did what we came here to do. 
I guess that's it. And she's like, but the castle's still here. He's like, yeah, it's not our problem. We'll leave it to the church. And they leave. And that's the bad ending. You immediately get a game over screen. <laughs> but but you, 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 got, you got the uh, the good ending? I have not beaten it yet. How many endings are there? Do you know? There are three endings that I okay, know of. Perfect. Because my favorite RPG, as we all know, is Chrono Trigger. That has like 17 or 18 different endings. Yeah. And that's a lot. It's a lot to ask of anyone that's playing a game. But I don't care how good the game is. If you've played Symphony of the Night, mm -hmm. then you know that um, the way to find the other endings might be a little obtuse. Yeah. Um, I accidentally Konami. got the second bad ending. It was completely by accident. The and second bad ending? Yeah. So there's only one good ending? Well, that's usually the way it is. Okay. Yeah. There's so two bad endings. Yeah. You have your so-so endings. The congratulations. You met the minimum requirements to beat the game. Yeah. I mean, arguably the second bad ending that I got, it would probably be the worst ending. Um, it was all a dream. Where uh, what happens is instead of just beating Jeebel and going home, um, you replace Jeebel is the new one who's under control by this demon force and and uh become the next you know bad thing because you're super powerful that would be kind of cool if you but could, if then you... then jeebles becomes grables and that's how we get that's how we get the uh the ooh continuum. five short grables damn it <laughs> no, it'd be really cool if that, if with that ending if you could like actually continue playing that save and like you fight heroes that are coming that would in be at pretty you. Cool. That would be that sick. That would be pretty cool. That'd be a super cool but no, little. You just Easter. get a game over screen oh. and an achievement. Womp womp. Um, is that an, is that something something else you you tripped over, or did you did you? Set that's up? something that I tripped over. Uh, because uh, and I looked it up. I saw the achievement. I'm like. Wait, that was a, a different ending because it ended the same way that the other one did, except with one piece of dialogue spoken uh, and without the end cutscene. Yeah, uh, it just cut straight to a game over. There was no discussion of well, we did it. It was it just cut to the game over uh, with one piece of dialogue. That's like you will be perfect, you know, something like that. Um, and uh, it was because. I had gone off to find this other area and progress more knowing that I would have to come back. Uh, and I fought a boss and uh, had a cutscene that gave me a thing and told me exactly why I had to have this thing. And I went, oh, great. All right, cool. I'm ready for the boss fight now. And I go off to the boss fight. And apparently just having that thing was is not enough to uh, win that fight. Well, you need the th seven secret rhinestones of the cosmos. I am uh, doing my best to avoid spoilers, uh, but yes. I appreciate that because I, I am going to, uh, that will be something that I knock out of the park because uh, I have to. I'm yeah. I am compelled by my love of Castlevania. It is, <clears throat> I mean, it's everything that I want. Um, and more. But man, it is definitely frustrating when you're looking at your health bar at 32 hit points and trying desperately to find that section's fucking save point. When there's like a number uh, that represents your hit points in a game instead of like a bar, mm -hmm. that makes me anxious. Well, it's got a bar as well, but oh, okay. there's a number next to it. 
So it does, and you, when you get hit, you see how much damage you're taking. Yeah. So when you're like entering into a new area and everything's hitting you for 80 to 150 and you've got 30 left, it's time it's to go. Scary. Well, Very and, scary. And, and like in Castlevania games, specifically like Symphony of the Night and so on and so forth, like it was always fun to have to gauge whether or not I, was, I belonged in a certain area. Because, mm -hmm. like, advancing to the next area, the enemies are going to do more damage. Sure. You know, but sometimes it's like, well, these enemies are doing a lot more damage, but is this where I need to be? Yep. You know, and figuring out, like, what the, the gradient and is. And in some cases with Symphony of the Night, uh, with, the, with Castlevania, uh, Metroidvania styles, mm -hmm. you can force your... You know, oh yeah, yourself through those areas. You can see, you can dance around enemies pretty pretty well if you. You can dance around them or tank them with a bunch of potions and and shit like that. Um, and it, except games that lean more on the Metroid end of that spectrum, less so. So like Metroid would have the areas that you couldn't get into because it was too hot. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like cast, that. Like using Symphony of the Night as the example that I'm going to use from here on out in this conversation. Um, there are like a lot of areas where it's like, oh, I don't have that ability yet, so I can't jump up there or yeah, so I like the high jump, or, yeah, or I can't yeah. pass through this grate because I don't even know what the fuck it's for yet. Yeah, um, but that's what makes those games fun. Yep. Yeah, the uh, I, it's seriously probably my favorite style of game, and the soundtrack rips, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Very, very clearly heavily inspired by the Symphony of the Night soundtrack. Um, Which is a super rad... To the point where the boss battle music almost sounds exactly like the <laughs> boss battle music Oops. from Symphony of the Night. I actually use it. It is legally distinct from the boss fight battle uh, uh, music uh, from Symphony of the Night. I actually used a track from Symphony of the Night in a presentation I did in college. To like add spooky atmosphere to what I was, was it doing. The <laughs> no, no, it was um. So when you get into the catacombs, mm -hmm. uh, like when you like get into the, the pit, that like creepy, like just a couple. Oh, just piano. the piano. Bing, yeah. Bing, yeah. 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 I used that, and uh, I had one person in my class. I was like, "Hey, I know what that is." And I'm like, <laughs> "Marry me." <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> so, um. We have uh, gotten to the end of the podcast, um, but since we ended up talking a bit about the you know Metroidvanias uh, and whatnot, I uh, need to get a quick rant out. Do it because Kotaku recently released an article about wanting to get wanting to do away with the term Metroidvania. Oh, I, I think I saw that this week. Okay, it's stupid, right? It's very stupid, and their argument is that to people who are non-gamers, it is not descriptive of the game type. Uh, I would argue that platformer is not descriptive of the game type to someone who doesn't play video games. Yeah. Uh, most of the lingo that we use as gamers uh, are, you know, are perfectly serviceable and not at all descriptive to the layman of what we're describing you yeah. would have to use more than a single term in order to explain to someone who's not a gamer what makes that game go yeah and and like you know there is a, a i don't even want to call it a barrier to entry but like uh i want to call it a ticket booth 
if you're gonna you know when you start using terms like metroidvania as a person to describe like a game or something like that you know it's like i know enough about what i'm talking about to say this or metroidvania i hear that that first you know oh what's this oh this style of game and then you associate the word with that and right if you're not familiar with the source material then you eventually become familiar with the source material like uh like oh this doom clone like back in the day yeah like this, this game's a doom clone oh what's doom yeah come on, come on. or roguelikes Ro- that yeah. literally was the like if, no one's gonna if you don't play games you don't know what a roguelike is most so, like, gamers don't know what rogue was uh, no. right they only know it in the context of roguelike, roguelike and because they've played roguelikes they have come to know what that means without the context of the game rogue i've never played rogue i've never played rogue I have not, but I I know what it is. I know what I it is. I'm familiar with it. Was it. Ba- yeah. I sensibly know the term was phrased because of that game. Yeah. I have no idea what it was. It, so it's, it's a neat game. It's it's a vernacular that we can use these uh, single word terms or hyphenates, whatever, to describe these games as shorthand to communicate with other gamers what type of game a, a game may be. However, I would argue that any game at all any style of game whatsoever save for sports or racing that you would have to describe to someone who has never played video games would require more than a single word or hyphenate yeah and that's you know also what's wrong with the term metroidvania it's it sounds cool and, and it's it, very it's, it's it's descriptive 100 percent as to yeah you know what the ex- game is going to be like. You know exactly what you're getting into if you you see a game described as a Metroidvania if, if you've played that style of game before. Yeah. Like, it translates to hard game that I wander around a bunch of places and find stuff. Yeah, and get upgrades in order to yeah. unlock paths and backtrack it's, in order to uh, It is regress. no different than the term RPG. Right. No. Or FPS. Yeah. In, in all yeah. honesty, I feel like it should go the opposite of what Kotaku's saying. We should make it an official... Not just not not a vernacular. Like it should be an official type of game. Like it should be a genre. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, argue. it basically is. It, it basically yeah. is, but you still see it. Like it's not action true, platformer. Like it's not RPG action platformer. Yes. Like it's it's more of a gamer vernacular way of describing what the game is. But the sure. official game type is not a roguelike or a, or a Metroidvania. But I I say that it should be. Like, yeah, because it is so descriptive. Keep I agree. It simple, stupid. Yep. Kotaku. And I would also argue that this is a case, uh, as I've seen far too often uh, lately, of uh, some you know gaming website uh, taking a dumb hot take for clicks. Yup. A really pointless hot take for clicks. You know, we would never do anything like that. Never. But I can't wait for next week's episode. When we talk about lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and <laughs> weight loss programs. <laughs> yeah, next no. week on Town Talk. <laughs> I I have specifically tried to avoid clickbaity titles. Uh, and what you mean? Uh, you mean if you like have that. no ween, you can't come in as a clickbait title? That's not a clickbaity <laughs> title. It's just funny. <laughs> I'd argue it's pretty clickbaity. I mean, I cannot avoid that <laughs> clicking that one. It's just funny. And that's... Ryan can't find his butt with both hands. <laughs> it's just taking something funny from within yeah. the episode no, to I, title that. Episode. I love our that's, titles. That's common. Our shit. titles are fantastic. Um, we we should do a shitty clickbaity title 
some time for something uh, that's super bad for the most boring thing we do. (laughs) (laughs) Insane man reads the phone book for an hour. (laughs) You won't believe what happens next. Yeah. You won't believe what happens when he gets to the ends. (laughs) He starts over. (laughs) Hot. All right. On that note, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for watching and or listening. We will see you next week. You will watch us next week. Hypnotoad commands it. Bye-bye. Hey, business owner, did you know that over 4.2 billion people are active on social media now? That means if you want to connect with your customers and find new ones, you need social. Hootsuite is the must-have tool for managing and growing your business on social. You can schedule content, publish posts, and track your success all in one place. Millions of businesses around the world are already using Hootsuite. Now it's your turn. Go to Hootsuite.com slash 30 free to start your free trial and get 50% off your first year. That's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash 30 free for a free 30-day trial and 50% off your first year.